We're back. We just did this thing. We're definitely not doing this thing immediately after we did the first thing. We got to keep it fresh. We got to get all the details like right in our minds. I have no short term memory, so I'm not going to remember where I left off in my notes otherwise. Yeah, but that's okay. That's, that's okay. All right. Movie so, magic. Let, uh, I was going to say last week. Tuesday. Last Christmas. <laughs> Tuesday, we talked about uh, the Casey Anthony case. And today, we are continuing that to talk about conversation. The <laughs> yes. Continuing we the are conversation. Still, so, yes. So, where we left off last week, we talked about the closing arguments of the prosecution and then the defense and then the rebuttal closing arguments of the prosecution and defense. Yep. And they just kept fighting like children. And the judge finally was just like, children. Um, in a James Gunn voice. Yes. Yes. In a James Gunn voice. Designers make it work. Um, Tim, Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn. As James I said Gunn. that, I was like, <laughs> J- I was like, as I said that, I was like, no, James Gunn does Guardians of the Galaxy. I just have Disney on the brain because I really, 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 really want Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, and I don't worry. I know everybody's heavily invested. I'll let you know when I get it. Um, yes, I, I know. I know it's it's a big thing. So I've got to I've got to give the people what they want, uh, which definitely isn't a conclusion to this Casey Anthony saga. It's about my Disney Plus and that's it. Yep. So to continue on July 25th, 2011. So about five days after the closing arguments. Uh huh. Or no, uh, just kidding. After the defense rested its case about five days, the day after the closing arguments, the closing arguments were July 3rd and 4th. Oh, okay. Um, the jury deliberated for 10 hours and 40 minutes. Wow. Before coming back with a verdict of not guilty of first degree murder, not guilty of aggravated child abuse, and not guilty of aggravated manslaughter. Casey was found guilty only of four misdemeanor accounts of providing false information to law enforcement. And two days later, on July 7th, 2011, Casey was sentenced to four years in jail, but it was with credit for time served. That's bullshit. So, yeah. She was also fined $1,000 for each count of lying to law enforcement. And after the acquittal... A Florida Department of Corrections spokeswoman described Casey as, quote, one of the most hated women in America, end quote. Yep. Which ended up sticking as her nickname. On July 17th, 2011, after serving her time, in addition to the stuff that she had served previously, she was released from jail. So she served like a whopping 10 days. Mm hmm. Following the trial... Um, Mason blamed the media for the passionate hatred directed toward Anthony. Uh, for those who are forgetting, Cheney Mason was one of the lawyers. Yeah. Um, who? Okay. Okay. So um, he described it as a quote media assassination of Casey before and during the trial, saying quote I hope that this is a lesson to those of you who have indulged in media assassination for three years bias and prejudice and incompetent talking heads saying that what would be and how to be end quote mm. mason then added because he just can't shut the fuck up quote i can tell you that my colleagues from coast to coast and border to border have condemned this whole process of lawyers getting on television and talking about cases 
that they don't know a damn thing about and don't have the experience to back up their words or the law to do it. Now you have learned a lesson, end quote. Which mm. basically just sounds like he's yelling fake news in a longer format. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, sounds about right. Wing. Mark Lipman, the attorney for George and Kate Cindy Anthony, told ABC News that the family received death threats after the not guilty verdict was rendered. In response to the verdict, a statement was released by Lipman on behalf of the Anthony family, which did not include Casey, just on behalf of Cindy, Lee, and George. Uh-huh. And that statement read, quote, While the family may never know what has happened to Kaylee Marie Anthony, they now have closure for this chapter of their life. They will begin now. They will now begin the long process of rebuilding their lives. Despite the baseless defense chosen by Casey Anthony, the family believes that the jury made a fair decision based on the evidence presented, the testimony presented, the scientific information presented, and the rules that were given to them by the Honorable Judge Perry to guide them. The family hopes that they will be given the time by the media to reflect on this verdict and decide the best way to move forward privately. End quote. I don't see how that how they can come to that conclusion with the evidence that we talked about in the last episode. You know, it's funny that you say that. Honestly, like we don't plan these things. <laughs> no, you, I don't, you, you I don't quite literally. You quite literally just set it up for me to tee off about this, okay? Yes. So after the trial ended, the 12 jurors did not initially want to discuss the verdict with the media. Mm -hmm. However, the day after the verdict was given, 51-year-old Russell Huckler, who was an alternative juror, said, quote, The prosecution didn't provide the evidence that was there for any of the charges from first-degree murder down to second-degree murder to the child abuse to even the manslaughter charge. It just wasn't there, end quote. Mm. The following day, juror number three, a 32-year-old nursing student named Jennifer Ford, told ABC News, quote, I did not say she was innocent. I just said there was not enough evidence. If you cannot prove what the crime was, you cannot determine what the punishment should be, end quote. She added, quote, I'm not saying that I believe the defense, but that it's easier for me to logically get from point A to point B, end quote, via the defense argument as opposed to the prosecution argument. Mm. Okay. Ford believed George Anthony was, quote, dishonest, and she said the jury, quote, was so sick to their stomachs to get the not guilty verdict, end quote, and that the decision process was so overwhelming that they were driven to a point where they didn't want to talk to the media afterwards. Mm-hmm. Juror number two, a 46-year-old man who asked to remain anonymous, told the St. Petersburg Times that, quote, everybody agreed if we are going to, if we were going to, if we were, well, I can't speak. I'm going to start again. Sorry. <laughs> Quote, everybody agreed if we were going fully on feelings and emotions, Anthony was done. End quote. He stated that a lack of evidence was the reason for the not guilty verdict. Quote, I just swear to God, I wish we had more evidence to put her away. I truly do. But it wasn't there. End quote. Yeah. He also said that Anthony was, quote, not a good person, in my opinion. End quote. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, because there's always one juror number six identified by WTSP as Brian Burling, told gossip website TMZ that he was willing to be interviewed, quote, so long as the opportunities are paid, end Ugh, quote. Of course he was. Yeah, dude, nice. Yeah. Um, in another anonymous interview, the jury foreman stated, quote, when I had to sign off on the verdict, the sheet that was given to me, there was just a feeling of disgust that came over me, knowing that my signature and her signature were going to be on the same sheet, end quote. Mm. Yeah. But that, quote, there was a suspicion of George Anthony. 
that end quote that played a part in the jury's deliberations that they think that the, he did it that that it, the fact that it was i told you remember i said when i said that bias planted that seed yeah he that's he was trying to create reasonable doubt Ugh. And he did it yeah. by throwing the rest of her family under the bus. Yeah, yeah. And what I think nobody, especially Casey, thought about was, okay, you throw your family under the bus so that you can get out of jail and go home. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck are you going to go if you throw your family under the bus? Yeah, then you still have to live with them. Yeah. So, and we'll get to that too. So, the foreman said that the industry in which he worked... um, that experience enabled him to read people and that as a result, he thought George Anthony, quote, had a very selective memory, end quote. Hmm. He also said that this belief stayed with the jurors and emphasized that, as other jurors had indicated, the jury was frustrated by the motive for the murder, the cause of death and George Anthony. OK. He said, quote, that a mother would want to do something like that to her child just because she wanted to go out and party. We felt that the motive that he stated that, that we felt that the motive that the state provided was, in our eyes, was just kind of weak, end quote. Although the foreman objected to Casey Anthony's behavior in the wake of her daughter's death, he said the jury and he did not factor her behavior into their verdict because, while it sucked, it wasn't illegal. Mm-hmm. They initially took a vote on the murder count, which was 10 not guilty and 2 guilty, but then ultimately decided that the only charges they felt were proven were the counts of lying to law enforcement. Okay. So then all of this has happened. Casey gets out of jail July 17th, 2011. A report is released by the Florida Department of Children and Families in August 2011, concluding that Casey was responsible for the death of her daughter. Mm. The report read, quote, the actions or lack of actions by the alleged perpetrator ultimately resulted or contributed in the death of the child, end quote. Mm-hmm. So. If only that had come out, like, a month sooner. Yeah. Um, And then on September 15th, 2011, Judge Perry ruled that in addition to the $1,000 fines for the four counts of, like, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, Lying to law enforcement. Yeah. He determined that Casey owed authorities nearly $98,000 for the cost of investigating Kaylee's disappearance. Mm-hmm. And days later, he ordered her to pay an additional $119,822.25. Good. To the police, bringing the total that she owed to more than two, or two exactly, $217,822.25. Yeah. U.S. dollars. Um, it was also revealed after the trial concluded. So you'll notice, if we remember, so Casey obviously doesn't have this money. No. Um, she also did not have money, let's not forget, to bail herself out. Her parents were having to do it. Um, a fucking reality, like, wannabe dog the bounty hunter is doing yeah. it. Like, she is not doing it. So how is she able to afford a lawyer? Uh, if you cannot afford a lawyer, the state will provide one for you. Yeah, but no, this this one wasn't provided. She had her, a lawyer. Probably her family. Final answer? Yeah, I'd say state or family. Okay. So it ultimately came out after the trial concluded that Casey was paying Jose with sexual favors. Huh. Okay, that one makes sense. No, I, it makes I didn't, sense. I didn't pick uh, 
from column C. Nope. Or rather column B. J. Oh. Um, it was, this was revealed and then everybody was like, well, there's a conflict of interest. Exactly. And also what a fucking sleazebag. Like he was texting her basically saying like, you owe me. Yeah. I, I'm ready. Come here. And like, she was just at his beck and call. Yeah. He's going to get this barred for that. Yeah. Um, I was listening to the, and that's why we drink, um, episode on this case. Cause it's quite good. Um, if you want more information on that. But there was also some somebody gave a testimony that at one point he went to Baez's office like during a normal time of day, but unannounced. And he walked into Casey Anthony running around naked with Baez chasing her and her just giggling. Wow. Some people yeah. are into some weird shit. Uh, yeah. Well, and then it was just like, don't say anything. Yeah. But. Like I said, I didn't put this in my notes because I thought we could just gloss over this. But yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> um, TLDR, it's fucked. Yeah. So then on January 25th, 2013, an appeals court threw out two of Anthony's convictions for providing false information to law enforcement. So, wow, she saved a whole 2000 bucks. Yeah. But I say that because that same day. Anthony filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy protection, claiming to have almost $800,000 in liabilities with just $1,000 in assets, including cash on hand and personal property. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then to conclude our crime portion of uh -huh. the episode, um, today, Kaylee Anthony would be 14 years old. Oh. Yeah. Um. And for the pop culture side of things, so we're going to, so we're really going to get into this because there was massive, massive, massive coverage of yeah, the case and the clearly. subsequent trial. Um, Nielsen Research reported that at least 40 million people watched at least some of the testimony. Mm -hmm. The trial was commonly compared with the O.J. Simpson murder trial, both for the crazy media attention and also the public outrage over the not guilty verdict later yep. on. Uh, specifically, according to the Christian Post, the O.J. Simpson case had a 91% television viewing audience with 142 million people listening on the radio and watching on TV when the verdict was delivered, saying, quote, the Simpson case was the longest trial ever held in California costing more than $20 million to fight and defend, running up 50,000 pages of trial transcript in the process, end quote. They said they expected the Casey Anthony trial to, quote, far exceed these numbers, which, in terms of, what's the word I'm looking for, media, yeah, they did. And, um, that's, and that's crazy because the O.J. Simpson trial was in, like, 94 or something like that. One uh, of the, yeah, like, around when we were babies. yeah. And, like, everyone watched everything on TV. TV was, like, oh, yeah. the biggest thing. So, yeah, everyone's going to watch this. Uh, by the time this trial rolled around, there's so many other things you can do and see and watch. But the fact that people still tuned in to watch this mm -hmm. is crazy. Oh, just wait. Because yeah. we're going to touch on all of that. Um, the trial became known as a macabre tourist attraction. And people camped outside the courthouse for seats inside um scuffles Oof. also broke out amongst people who were vying for those seats it was basically a rat race to the orange county courthouse every day of the trial 
Everybody wanted to see what went down, but there were only 50 seats available. It's like when the new iPhone comes out, like people are like camping outside, getting violent, like, well, and it also, it brought my mind back to the Ted Bundy trial and how people were just like outside, like just going nuts. Yeah. It became like an event to go see. Not for anything. Also in Florida. Um, Yeah. So, and this wasn't just people who thought she was guilty who were camping out here. Yeah, it was just everybody. Uh, Yes. On the day Casey Anthony was sentenced for lying to investigators in the death of Kaylee, supporters and uh, protesters gathered outside the Orange County Courthouse with one man with a sign asking Casey to marry him. (laughs) Great. Um, See, we're really calling it back to Bundy here. Mm -hmm. Um, Two men who drove overnight from West Virginia held signs that said, quote, we love and support you, Casey Anthony, end quote. And, quote, Nancy Grace, stop trying to ruin innocent lives. The jury has spoken. P.S. Our legal system still works, end quote. Mm, Okay. And we'll get into that in a minute. As I mentioned before, the jurors were sequestered during the trial because that's how much crazy media attention this case was getting. Yeah. Uh, The New York Post described the trial as going, quote, from being a newsworthy case to one of the biggest ratings draws in recent memory, end quote. Mm. And Time magazine dubbed it, quote, the social media trial of the century, end quote. Mm -hmm. So because of this national attention... Cable news channels and network news programs worked as hard as they could to cover the case as extensively as they could. And the case was regularly the primary subject on episodes of shows hosted by Greta Van Susteren, Geraldo Rivera, and, among others, Nancy Grace. Yep. So, in particular, Nancy, what about the babies? Grace was heavily invested in the case. She called Casey Anthony the, quote, top mom. Yep, I remember that. Yep. And urged the public to, quote, let to let, quote, the professionals, the psychics and police, end quote, do their jobs. Love that she put psychics. Yep. She put psychics in there. Oh, God. So Scott Saffin, the EVP of HLN, said it was not about policy, but rather the, quote, very, very strong human dimension, end quote, of the case that drove the network to cover it. Mm-hmm. The audience for HLN's Nancy Grace rose more than 150%. Wow. Yeah. And other news channels deciding to focus on the trial saw their ratings double and triple. Mm. So that probably didn't hurt either. Like, it may be the policy thing, but like, this wasn't hurting either. Yeah. HLN also achieved its most watched hour in network history 4.575 million. Whoa. Yes. And peaked at 5.205 million when the verdict was read. Jesus. And that is just HLN. Yeah. Um, so Cindy and George Anthony, meanwhile, appeared on the Today Show specifically on October 22nd, 2008, during which they maintained their belief at that time that Kaylee was innocent mm-hmm. uh, or that, that Casey was innocent and Kaylee was alive and would be found. Okay. So... We've got coverage throughout the entire case, not just the trial, but like yeah. the entire thing from the, from cable. Her parents are getting in on it. Everybody's getting in on it. Like we're going from the ground up. Yeah. People also took to Facebook and Twitter, as well as other social media outlets to express their outrage throughout the trial and after the verdict. Traffic to news sites 
went from about 2 million page views per minute to 3.3 million Jesus. with most of the visits coming from the United States. Yeah. Yep. Mashable reported that between 2 p.m. and 3 p.m., 1 million viewers were watching the CNN.com slash live page, which wow. was 30 times higher than the previous month's average. Yeah. Uh, Twitter's trending topics in the United States were mostly about subjects related to the case mm -hmm. during the trial. And Newser reported that posts on Facebook were coming in, quote, too fast for all Facebook to even count them, meaning at least 10 per second, end quote. Jesus. Yeah. So then outside the Anthony home, WESH-TV2. Yes, WESH-TV2. Okay. They reported that protesters repeatedly shouted baby killer. This is during the trial. Mm. Um, and after, as we mentioned before, but during, after all of it. And that George Anthony was also physically attacked while outside oh. of his home. Yes. Yeah, that's not good. No matter what you feel yeah. about that, you don't. You don't do that. No assault. Well, that and it was soon after. Let's not forget all of these protesters started showing up that George Anthony attempted to commit suicide. Yeah. Think about it. He's getting it not just from his own personal guilt, but all the people who are outside his house vocalizing his feelings. Yeah. And just getting bombarded with them. Yeah. Um, one notable reaction to the verdict in the media was when news anchor Julie Chen got visibly upset while reading the not guilty verdict on the talk. It was like breaking news and they asked her to read it. Yep. Um, she was so upset that it got to a point that her co-hosts who were also expressing their dismay had to help her report it. Wow. Yeah. Um, others such as Sean Hannity on Fox news felt the verdict was fair because the prosecution did not have enough evidence to establish guilt or meet its burden of proof beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm. Kennedy said that the verdict was legally correct and that all of the evidence that was presented by the prosecution was either impeached or contradicted by the defense. Okay. So then just over a year after the verdict on June 12, 2012, Casey gave an exclusive interview with the epitome of realistic journalism, Pierce Morgan. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I know who was at the time at CNN. Uh -huh. And during this, she told Morgan that she didn't kill Kaylee saying, quote, I've never been a party girl. I don't drink now. I've probably had a handful of beers since I've been on probation. The caricature of me that is out there, it couldn't be further from the truth, end quote. All right. Okay. In 2013, a movie was released titled Prosecuting Casey Anthony, in which Elizabeth Mitchell from Lost and, since we're in the holiday spirit, The Santa Claus, mm -hmm. uh, she stars as the head prosecutor, Linda Drain Burdick. Rob Lowe stars as prosecutor Jeff Ashton. Love him. Gets better. And Oscar Nunez stars as Casey Anthony's primary defense attorney, Jose Baez. Great. All-star casting. So, yes, it's basically a Parks and Rec versus The Office showdown. Yep. Yep. Um, the movie didn't do great. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right, Rob Lowe. Oh, no, 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 no. Funny you should mention that. So it got a 69% Google score, <laughs> a 5.8 out of 10 rating on IMDb. I hate you. I just got that. <laughs> um, and an audience score of 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Just for Rob Lowe. No, 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 no. Well, here's the thing, because it's very funny. Because one reviewer on IMDb said Rob Lowe was the only thing that made the film yeah. worth watching. Yeah, which like, <laughs> yes, I completely understand that. I agree. 
He's got a new like Hallmark style movie out on Netflix right now called like Wilderness in at Christmas time or something like that. I don't know. It's based in Africa and quite literally the gratuitous Roblo seems to have lost his shirt shots. Yes. Roblo also has a show where he looks for Bigfoot with his son. Sons? Son. Yeah. He's got two. Okay. Both of them then. One's a uh, lawyer and then one's an actor. Yep. It's fantastic. So it's bad that I know this, but yes. And his son is in that Christmas movie too. And so is Charlotte from Sex and the City. This is not a Rob Lowe show. This this should be a Rob Lowe show. Everybody, we're changing. (laughs) We're rebranding. Almost a hundred episodes in and we're just gonna rebrand as a Rob Lowe specific podcast. Other things have done it. What could go wrong? Um so then in more recent years, Casey has recently resurfaced in the news for a few reasons. None Tell of us. which are particularly great. <laughs> in a 2017 interview with the Associated Press, she said she was probably not going to have more kids, saying, quote, if I am blessed enough to have another child, if I'd be dumb enough to bring another kid into this world, knowing that there'd be a potential that some little snot-nosed kid would then say something mean to my kid... I don't think I could live with that, end quote. I, I, I see that reasoning. Okay. Yes, but also your choice of words, given that everybody thinks you killed your kid. Yeah. Now you sound like you're going to kill somebody else's kid if they say something to your kid, which would be understandable if people did not believe that you fucking killed your kid, that you are capable of killing your child. Yeah. Any child. But then 18 months later, so last year... Casey said she changed her mind and was open to having children. Um, Multiple outlets were told by a source close to Casey that she's now feeling concerned because at 33, she feels her, quote, biological clock is ticking, end quote. Mm -hmm. I don't wish infertility on anyone. No. However. I don't want her to procreate. I, yes, I don't think she should have children. I really, truly, that's a personal opinion. I know we're trying to base this in fact, but like, god damn. Yeah. Um, so then during a 2018 appearance on Dr. Oz, Anthony's father, George Anthony, said he hoped that his daughter could someday be a good mother. He said, quote, if she is granted a chance to have another child, I hope that child is strong, grows up to be a worthwhile part of society and the person that she has the child with. I hope they are going to love her and that child immensely, end quote. Mm -hmm. He also said, quote, I hope whatever life she has left, that she makes something positive happen in her life, end quote. Because George and Cindy are not speaking to Casey. Yeah, no no shit. Yes. So then on May 19th, 2018, Oxygen aired a three-night special titled The Case of Casey Anthony, Kaylee Anthony, excuse me. God, why did she have to name her that? Not that it's not that it's a bad name, but like it's not making me tell this story easy. Yeah, it's too close um, to her name. Yes. So this covered Kaylee's murder and the trial, like all of it. So the case has also been featured, besides Oxygen, on America's Most Wanted, Dateline, and 2020. And if you can hear that alarm, that's my not only does Casey Anthony not want to have children, but neither do I. Um the case was also referenced on an episode of Law and Order SVU, season 10, episode 19, Selfish. Yes. Is that the and one the- with Hillary Duff? Shut up. Yes. <laughs> I was going to mention it if you didn't. <laughs> no, 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 we are. Um, 
The character that was meant to represent Kathy Anthony was played by Hilary Duff. Yep. And on IMDb, one user gave the synopsis, quote, an immature, irresponsible young mother is assumed to have killed her child, but it turns out to be part of a measles outbreak, end quote. Yeah, it but turns you into can like tell. An, it turns into like an anti-vaxxer episode. Yeah, it goes, it goes from Casey Anthony to anti-vaxxing real quick. But I just, reading it, I couldn't help but be like, this, wh- whoever this person was, they said their username, but it was a lot of like letters and numbers. I was like, yeah, they got some feelings on Casey Anthony. <laughs> and I think they also had like... um. Like the George Anthony no. storyline that like the oh, father okay. the uh the the father was distraught after what happened. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they kinda they kinda followed the same story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's not the same. I understand that, but like it has been confirmed that Hillary Duff's character based and on the it. whole thing is yeah. based yes, based on Casey Anthony. And then also, this is where I was scared when I was going stop. I thought you were gonna give away my fun fact that has nothing to do with crime, but you all are at my mercy, so you have to hear it. The series also features Peter Herman as a guest star, who, for those who don't know, is not only Hilary Duff's co-star now on Younger, but it's also he's also Mariska Hargitay's husband in real life. Oh, look at that. Yeah. But I just thought it was so interesting. Like, he's working with his wife and his future co-worker yeah. on this. Uh, like, I was like, oh, what are the odds? What a co-wink. Not that anybody cares, and they all want me to move on. But you know what? I move on at my own pace. All right. Uh, Moving on. (laughs) All of this is really cool and everything, but now we're going to talk about what is possibly, what is to me the most wild series, I guess we'll call it, that covered the trial. Okay. And that is Investigation Discovery's three-part documentary miniseries called Casey Anthony, an American Murder Mystery. Okay. In this docu-series, George Anthony reveals his theory about all of Casey's lies and why he thinks she's guilty and what he thinks happened to Kaylee. Is it aliens? No, it's not aliens. Oh. But it's pretty... It's... Haley, I screamed. Okay. I fucking screamed. So in the series, George said he thinks Casey had been using Xanax to, quote, babysit her daughter, while she went out with her new boyfriend, Tony Lazaro, saying, mm-hmm. quote, Kaylee was always a very healthy child, a very healthy girl, but there were times that she would sleep for 10, 12, 13 hours at a time. Jesus. Makes no sense to me, end quote. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah. She's what, like two, three years old? I, I had heard about this theory, actually. No, 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 no. You don't even know this. Oh, please. Okay. I'm good. I'm fine. So... George also said that Kaylee's health began to decline in the weeks before she died, saying, quote, when I would see her from one day to the next, it was totally different. I could see a difference with blackness underneath the eyes and stuff like that. A two and a half, three year old child would not have that unless something is going on. Mm -hmm. I believe Casey gave her something, end quote. Mm -hmm. But George is not the only person to believe this. I mentioned it in the previous episode. Casey has a had a roommate and so his name is roy clint house no okay. relation to dr house oh i know but he also thought casey was drugging kaylee with xanax because when casey would be like so she would she would take kaylee to zanny the nanny's house yep or wherever she would she would say like okay like she's going to be babysat by zanny when she was going to work 
when she had like an emergent like a car accident was used as an example when she had like something going on yeah roy house says quote now if you're if you're doing anything take a fucking seat take a fucking seat Zanny is slang term for Xanax. Yep. I thought she was using Xanax to baby her child, end quote. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? Fucking Zanny the nanny. People, it, it makes so much sense. Yeah. And so now people are saying that it was, that it appears that she did not purposefully, that it was an accident, like she claimed uh-huh. with her father. But it wasn't with her father. It was an accident where she gave her daughter too much xanax and she od'd yeah and then she panicked and had to get rid of the body yes and that she covered her mouth with the duct tape or whatever because she was foaming at the mouth yep so just fucking wild like i know it it makes a lot of sense it makes so much fucking sense and that's the reason why even if it was an accident she wouldn't go to the police because it was her fault that, like, exactly there's no reason you would give a child xanax exactly it, but and it also makes sense in the sense that she's now like i think i want kids again yeah and if she murdered her child in cold blood she i highly doubt she would want children yeah exactly she kind of made a point that she did not want children yeah. if this was accidental now she's learned from her mistakes now she feels that she's old enough to be able to appropriately handle a child. I'm not saying she is. Yeah. But it all, I'm telling you, it's all making sense. Yeah. Still it's sucks. all making sense. Oh, it sucks. It sucks supremely. Yeah. But, ooh, I love a good theory. So then, to conclude, and this is probably the most recent part of the Casey Anthony news, on May 30th, of this year, Casey told the Daily Mail that she is working on a film to be titled As I Was Told, which will depict her life after Kaylee's death. Mm. She explained that the title of the film comes from her failure to report her daughter missing, saying, quote, and this I find it very interesting. Yes, I drank and carried on like nothing happened. The movie is called As I Was Told because I'd done what I was told to do. I had to put on a fake persona throughout those 31 days, end quote. Mm. What happened to I don't drink? Yeah, right? I've only had a handful of beers. Yeah, but we also know that she's a supreme liar, so... I know. I was going to say, quoting Oprah, what is the truth? Yeah. But Casey also said in this interview that the movie would feature both legal and erotic content... And it can premiere as early as next year. And she basically described it as like a legal Fifty Shades of Grey. Wow. Yes. I mean, I already didn't want to see Fifty Shades of Grey because I feel like it glorifies abuse and that's a whole other thing. But I really don't think I can see this movie. (laughs) No, I, I hate her. Like, she's sickening enough, but watching her or somebody pretending to be her getting laid while her kid is rotting in the woods. Yeah. That I I I might have to sit that one out. Like that is. And also the fact that don't don't think that this isn't lost on everybody that you filed for bankruptcy, like, what is this? Twenty about a little over like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly you've got this big movie project that you're going to be profiting off of. Yeah. 
no, 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 no. Did she? There was some talk recently, or I don't know how recently it was, but there was talk about someone who had killed their child or allegedly killed their child going into porn. Was that her? No. Um, who is? Who is it? Um, not someone who killed their child, but like it has been convicted of child or has been accused of. I don't remember if she was convicted of child abuse. Farah Abraham from Teen Mom. No, it's not no. like recent. No, there was there was like a recent story. I heard it on um on a what's it called less podcast on the left. They do side stories, which is like kind of recent true crime stories, and they talked about somebody. I thought it was Casey Anthony. Somebody was going into porn. I don't know who it was. Um, I will get back to you guys on Tuesday when I find that because it's too much for me to look for right now. Yeah, like I'm even trying to do a quick search right now and like I'm finding things like, oh, people have been charged with porn. People have been charged with porn. (laughs) Oh, no, that no, 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 no. Um, Not quite the same, but I didn't know this. Um, one time Jean Benet, according to the Denver Post in 2016, one time Jean Benet Ramsey murder suspect Gary Oliva held on child porn charges. Uh, no, that wasn't it. We'll save that for another episode. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't think so, but I was just like, big oof. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not seeing I'll find anything. It. Yeah, I'll find, find it. it and keep us updated because now I want to know. Yeah. Like, I'm here for it. Anyway, like, I want to know who does the porn. <laughs> okay, I'll get you some names. <laughs> yeah. Or is, I wonder, that- wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now that I'm thinking about it. So they did a 2020 on, um, what is it? Who, who was the girl that shot her, like, lover's wife? Um, Botafuco. Yeah. Amy Botafuco, yeah. who got shot in the head. Yeah, and the girl was like having an affair with her husband, and she was underage, and it, that was a whole thing, and it like fucked her daughter up for life, and it's like the twentieth anniversary now or something. Yeah, and or more than that, because I think it happened in like no, I guess it's I guess it's like the twenty something. It was on twenty twenty recently. Okay, so maybe that's it. I'm, no. I'm currently looking it up to see if she. Yes, it is. Oh, sorry. Um, I just I literally just looked up. Botafuco girl porn. <laughs> it's not the one I was thinking of, though. Are you sure, Amy I'm Fisher? Positive. I'm positive. Well, well, according to monstersandcritics.com, a sex tape of Amy showing her having sex with somebody named Bellera. I don't know who. Oh, um, her ex-husband was leaked in 2007. She was still married to him at the time, but they were estranged and accused him of leaking the sex tape, though he denies it. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after, the, ooh, shortly after they separated, she reconciled with Joey Botafuco, according to Radar. But mm-hmm. she later admitted that her reunion with him was only a publicity stunt to get a reality show about her life. Ah. She started working as a porn star after reuniting with Bellera. So she's going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And she later claimed that it was Bellera who convinced her to enter the porn industry. But she announced she was leaving in 2011, the same year that she appeared on Couples Therapy on VH1 with Bellera, who she then divorced again in 2015. Still not what I was thinking of, but... 
but that's interesting. But look at that. Look at what we did. Look at what we found. <sighs> yeah. Are you, is that yeah. all, all your uh, info? That's all my info, plus a little bonus, because, like, God, that's, that's wild. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I'm into it. Like, I'm not, but... <laughs> I'm into the, the I'm saucy stop. details. Yeah. Yes, I know. We love a good hot goss. Especially when it's about psychos. Yep. That's kind Touches of the ourselves. whole point of the podcast. <laughs> Basically. But yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening to the little... Uh, not really a bonus episode, but um, whatever this is, we had stuff Anniversary on the schedule. Episode. Yeah. We had stuff on the schedule that we couldn't move. So why you gotta why. why you gotta ruin the movie magic? Now I they're gonna like, think that we're not doing this for us or for I them like or to, for anybody. I like to have everyone peek behind the curtain every once why in you, a while. Why you gotta be honest with the people? I love the people. Next, they're gonna find out that like I'm. I don't know. Not in California. Yeah, like something they're gonna. Yeah, like we. Spoiler need to, alert: We're sitting next to each other. I'm living in Antarctica. Oh uh, well, mm-hmm. we got to be on the same wavelength. <laughs> we if have we're to be on lie, the same Haley, line. Okay, we need to have a company meeting. Okay. Um, but yes. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed. If you did enjoy, please feel free to. Let us know on social media. We are at Crime Culture Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Crime Culture on Twitter if I Crime Culture Pod am I correct. It it's, it's either Crime Culture Pod or Crime Culture because like quite honestly, like goddamn. Um I'm I'm everywhere and nowhere. Uh, yes, it's at Crime Culture Pod and then we are Crime Culture Podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us some stuff. No, we're um, crimeculturepod at gmail.com. Fucking hell. <laughs> Get the plugs this is right, why, this is why. Yeah, this is why Haley does the outros. Um, <laughs> it's not because I'm not, like, invested. It's just because I don't fucking know them. I know I should, but they all just run amok in my head. We are at Crime Culture Podcast on Instagram yes. and Facebook. Yes, at I Crime got Culture that. Pod at Gmail and Twitter. Yes. And I think you can search Crime Culture Podcast on uh, Patreon. And then you can find us. Patreon? Oh, okay. I don't know why. I just did not hear what you said. That's fine. And I was, uh, yes. And if you have trouble finding any of these, you can either go to the link tree in the bio of any of our socials that you have found. Um, our website is crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. So you can get more info there or you can like DM us on there too. Um if you want to write us a review, that would be nice and very yes. welcomed. Um, yeah. I think right. we got it all. We do. And we'll be back with your regularly scheduled programming on yes. Tuesday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah. It's freaking bats. Yeah. Love Halloween. It's so good. I miss it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> Not that I don't love Thanksgiving. Because they yeah. have dogs on Thanksgiving. Some people watch football. I watch the dogs. I watch the dogs and I like the food. They're such good boys. Oh, I know. I'm so anyway. excited. All right. Yeah, that's enough from us. You've heard <laughs> enough. Have a nice holiday, everybody. Yes. Enjoy. Eat lots of food. We promise not to make the same mistake we made last year where I didn't remember to upload my portion of the episode. Yay. And yeah. <laughs> given a peek behind the curtain, indeed. <laughs> um. 
I hope you enjoy the holiday and have fun with your family, or if you're not celebrating with your family, your uh, chosen family, or yes. anybody else. If you want to spend Thanksgiving by yourself, God bless you. Because honestly, it's easier <laughs> that way. Yeah, you don't have. To, it's not even that you can wear your Thanksgiving pants, which everybody should have a pair of. You don't even have to wear pants. That's true. You can go pants free on Thanksgiving. If there's ever a time where I can't go home for Thanksgiving, I'm just going to go to like a Taco Bell drive-thru. I was going to order on Whole Foods before we got invited to somebody else. Whole Foods does a really good deal. $80 for a small turkey and a bunch of sides and like gravy and cranberry sauce. That's nice. Yeah. But then we got invited somewhere else and I was like, that's even better. (laughs) Yeah. Good. All the better that I can't spend any money. Um, Or rather, I have no excuse to spend money. But yes, and if you, I know the holidays can be really lonely for some people um, for a variety of reasons. And if you're feeling down, if you are, if you don't have any family to go to, if you don't have like a chosen family to go to, maybe you're feeling really alone right now, just we'll be your family. We're your family now. We've adopted you. It's done. Message us. We're signing the papers. We're we're on all of the social medias, so message us on any one of those, and we will Seriously. get back to you. Yes, and we will wish you a happy Thanksgiving, because yeah. everybody's been there, and we totally get it, and nobody should have to feel sad during the holidays. If you're sad, just uh, send a request for a Mo picture, and I will send it to you. And then just send me a bunch of words that you know I won't be able to pronounce, and you'll get a voice memo back of me doing my best. Yep. We, yeah. we uh, promise that to everybody. Yes. We got All you right. covered. Have a nice holiday. And, yes. And uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Yes, we will. Okay, bye. 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 Epstein didn't kill himself. Bye. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Whoa.